4: plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans plan features and taxes
2: and fees may vary
5: hand to Patterson Cordero banging to the goal
3: line crosses touchdown Atlanta
2: time for the Falcons' flyover. A
3: complete recap of today's game as we check in with all the top players of today's game and more. As
2: we also get your take on today's game.
3: Presented by Ticketmaster, the official ticket marketplace of the Atlanta Falcons and the NFL. The
2: Falcons' flyover is on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game.
5: Robinson through the formation to the left. Ritter wants to throw here. Quick shot looking for London. It's intercepted. Picked off and this is Darius Williams. And he will score.
6: Lethargic, sluggish, torpid, languid, sluggish, inert. That's the Falcons in the first half today. And as I was watching this uh, thing unfold in London this morning, you see the little crawl that ESPN runs. Said Jimmy Garoppolo and Deshaun Watson inactive today. And I was wishing to myself... Why couldn't Desmond Ritter have been inactive today? That's what I was thinking. Just awful. You you basically lost the same way you lost to the Lions last week. Oh, you did score a touchdown this week, though, so I guess that's improvement, right? Didn't get one last week. And in the opening week, Jesse Bates really helped the offense operate on a a shorter field. Falcons fall to the Jaguars today. But good Lord. How about this number? 124 to 5. 124 to 5. That's the total yards in the first quarter. 124 for Jacksonville, 5 for Atlanta. Oh, man. I cannot wait to hear what you guys have to say. I've seen a lot of things on social media. And, you know, I. I was thinking at halftime, and and I'm not a big fan of yanking quarterbacks out because that can really create some uh, turbulence in a locker room. It can if you're doing that back and forth, and you can't have like a, you know, a hair string trigger when it comes to such things. But I was longing for Taylor Heineke uh, in the first half. But Laura Rutledge, who was doing sidelines for uh, ESPN's broadcast today, said that Arthur Smith had no thoughts whatsoever of possibly putting in Taylor Heineke. I mean, and I like what uh, Mike Johnson was saying, the former Falcon, on on the um, Falcons post-game show. What does he do well? What can we see that Desmond Ritter does well? I don't think he processes information that quickly. He certainly, those interceptions, a pick six, he throws interceptions on consecutive plays. One is a pick six. All the uh, defender had to do was follow his eyes. He wasn't looking guys off. Then he comes right back out. Throws another interception. That sets up Jacksonville in the red zone. Thankfully, thankfully, the defense, which is keeping you in these games, the defense has been pretty good. Yes. You had that blown coverage on the touchdown the Jacksonville scored. The Calvin Ridley scored on that 30-yarder. You had pretty good pressure, but blown coverage on the back end. Jacksonville goes up 7-0. But the defense is playing pretty well. Can't put a whole lot of blame on them. Were they perfect? No, absolutely not. But my God, what is it? It seems like this is a common phenomenon, too. Whenever you have a head coach that is a quote-unquote master at one side of the ball, why is it the teams they lead seem to have better results from the other side of the ball? You get a great defensive coach, it seems like their offenses are better. You get a supposed great offensive coach, your defense is better. I don't get it. But man, that was tough to watch. Yes, you woke up a bit in the second half, but you cannot keep having these lethargic, sluggish starts. The room for error in the NFL is razor thin. That's the difference between winning and losing. And a couple of things like that, next thing you know, well, you're 2-2 two and two after starting off 2-0. and oh. Thankfully, you get two pretty winnable games with the Texans and then the commanders coming over the next couple of weeks, but... C.J. Stroud, that Texans offense is a lot more explosive than I thought it would be. And it certainly seems like he's further along in his development as a quarterback than uh, Desmond Ritter is. And we heard it well. He had all these starts at Cincinnati. He comes in every bit as NFL ready as a number one draft pick. I want to believe in him. I'm not ready to throw him in the trash heap yet, but how much longer, though? And I'm starting to readjust. Yes, I said I, I think this team can win 11 games. Yeah, they still can. But I'm not give, getting a whole lot of reason to support my, um, my opinion based on the last couple of weeks. I mean, you were embarrassed in Detroit. Semi-embarrassed today in London. Okay, I'm going to come up with one thing Desmond Ritter does. He, he was uh, very good on third downs today for the most part. If he wasn't getting sacked. I think he was seven of eight on third downs converting. But man, this was just tough to watch. Now, I was thinking, I was talking to uh, the producer of the Falcons flyover, one, one young Garrett Chap, and, and we were both saying, you know, two and two to start the season, we would have felt pretty decent about that. But the way this has gone down, though, and the way you see a quarterback that seems to be regressing, heading in the other direction. It's tough, and man, that's going to be a long flight home. How long is that flight? Uh, it's about seven hours, I think.
0: Yeah, it's a long one. It's
6: a, it's a long.
0: At least they get direct. That last time I flew back from uh, from London, it was I had to fly to Boston first. At least they go right to a, to Hartsteel Jackson, right?
6: I don't know. I I'd, mean, I'd make him uh, take a ra- raft back.
0: <laughs> I mean, based off of that interaction that he had with uh, Matt Collins on the sidelines, did you gonna see say that?
6: that? I saw that. He that to dap was up. nasty. He wanted to dap. Well, I'm going to tell people what happened. He wanted to dap up Matt Collins because Matt Collins was wide open and he underthrew him on that deep post. And he wanted to go up and dap him and say, my bad, Matt Collins wanted nothing of nothing, no part of he it. He came at him. Came at him a little it bit. Wasn't
0: even, it wasn't him that he didn't want anything to yeah. do with him. It was, it kind of got aggressive.
6: And, uh, and I'm glad, glad you brought that up because here's my next point. Normally when we see those things, we kind of tend to uh, exaggerate their importance overall. You'll see. I mean, famously, uh, Peyton Manning chirping at his center Jeff Saturday on the, on the sidelines. I call the plays, you just get me the ball sort of thing. And we see it a lot. And we tend to make it into a big deal. Uh-oh, there's got to be some uh, definite turbulence in that locker room. I'm wondering if this team is really starting to wonder about their quarterback. That's a valid thing. They, say all the, they said all the right things in the preseason leading up to this. Well, his His command, his poise, all this other stuff. I don't know. This is one of the few times I'm paying a little bit more attention to a a sideline skirmish than I normally would. Because I wonder if that's what the rest of the team is thinking. The defense is keeping you in games. You're actually getting pressure. You had a couple of sacks today. And playing pretty well defensively. Giving your team a chance to win, but man. If you keep starting off slowly op- offensively, you can't expect to be a comeback team. You can't do it. And why in the hell on third and one do you go empty backfield, only see Desmond Ritter get sacked? Now, I've got some friends of mine, just run, run, run. No, you have to establish things downfield. Otherwise, they'll stack the box. You're not going to be able to run the ball. I get that. But, man, Bijan Robinson certainly looked good today. I think he probably could have converted that third and one rather than going empty backfield and uh, plugging him into the slot and seeing your quarterback get sacked. That that kind of bothered me there. You have one of the most prodigious running rushing attacks in the NFL, well, at least on paper. And you go empty backfield on third and one, and <laughs> Desmond Ritter gets sacked. But I normally, like I said, I do not overblow little chirping on the sideline, but today it meant something to me. It was like, I wonder if this team is starting to uh, maybe lose faith in him a little bit. He makes good plays here and there, but, man, disastrous pick six, come back, you throw another interception. Thankfully, your defense holds up. Jacksonville goes for it on fourth and one inside the red zone. Falcons hold, get the ball back. But you don't score till the second second half, About, about, what, second play of the second half. And you're behind so much it's tough to get back, and then you have to throw the ball to try to get back into the game. Rob, it's so early in the season,
0: but seeing that interaction was, it was a little worrying because yeah. that's the kind of interaction that you see with a quarterback and a wide receiver or something. And I understand like you sometimes a lot. they get in their feelings. It. And
6: Today, eh, kind of. It looked different. Maybe I projected my own impressions on it, but Maybe. I just, it seemed a little different. And I'm wondering, but it's week four. It's they, so early in the season. Are they starting to feel a certain way? And damn it, why don't you play your, play your quarterback in the preseason, get him more snaps. I understand. I understand what you're trying to do, but I'm sorry. His decision-making is shoddy. His, his downfield passes, for the most part, are not accurate. Yes, he's capable of being accurate from time to time, but the consistency's not there. Well, Rob, it's like we're sitting here watching Josh Allen
0: play on, on – well, they're playing the Dolphins and Bills right here. It's just this sc- – yeah, Buffalo's on the, on the up
6: screen. 21-14 second quarter.
0: Yep. But the point is – and I'm not, I'm not trying to compare him to Josh Allen, but it's like when you see the natural ability of a quarterback who can throw the ball down the field – I don't think Desmond
6: Ritter has that. It seems like he's overthinking I'm everything. And this, and
0: look, if he's playing within the flow of the offense like we talked about, I think he's a pretty good quarterback. I think he can be pretty solid, and he fits what this scheme is trying to do. But it feels like he's he's, he's trying to to overplay almost. He's trying to get it all back on one play or something like yeah. that. And he's like, I'm trying to win the respect. No, just play football, dude. Just go out there and play ball. And, and it doesn't seem like he's doing that. He seems like he's overthinking things. He's overthrowing balls. He, he's clutching on, on plays where he shouldn't just yep. let, it, let it go. Let it go. Or just throw it away. And then he gets, and he gets zeroed in on a target, and he doesn't look anybody off. He's making rookie
6: mistakes, and he's pressing. He's pressing, and his, I think his confidence is shot. I'm worried. His confidence is shot. And the most crushing thing about that pick six was the fact the offense had some nice rhythm. They were matriculating the ball down the field, and then that happened. Because the DBs just follow his eyes. You know, he doesn't know how to look guys off. He's got to learn that. Well, guess what? That's through rep- repetition. Repetitions you didn't get in the preseason. Except for that practice against the Dolphins in one drive against live competition with the bullets flying. It, it's just, uh, oof. I like the defense, though. The defense is quite good. The defense is quite good. You had the blown coverage on the um, on the Calvin Ridley of. Uh, 30-yard touchdown, but you actually got some pressure up the, up the middle. But, I mean, Trevor Lawrence just made a good play, and you found Desmond, Desmond Ritter. You found um, Calvin Ridley wide open in the end zone for that, for that touchdown. But, man, that pick six was just crushing. That is um, that's devastating. You come right back out, and you throw another one. Those things back-to-back, and thankfully the defense held. What does that do to his confidence? I'm not, I'm not begging and pleading for Taylor Heineken, but at some point, that's going to have to be strongly considered. You can't let this season get away from you. You're 2-2. Two two. Thankfully today doesn't affect you all that much because you played, you played an out-of-conference game. This wasn't in the NFC. It was in the AFC. So you don't have to worry about the tiebreaker affecting you there. That's deep down in the layers of tiebreakers. But that's why last week was so tough against the Lions. But the Lions are certainly for real after what they did on Thursday night. But good Lord. I would love to hear what you guys have to say about this uh, nonsense that we saw today. We clearly have a quarterback that's not very good at processing information, not very quick with it, seems to be hesitant to let the ball go. And, again, you know, I've I've got some friends, why don't you just run the ball, run the ball, run the ball. Yes, you have to do that as well, but you can't just do that. Otherwise, they stack the box, and you're not going to be able to do anything. No, this offense is designed – For the passing game and the run game to play off of each other, you have to try to soften up the defense, give them something else to think about. Do we need a receiver that can take the take the top off the defense too? We don't have that. We got Scotty Miller, but I don't see. I've seen Scotty Miller what twice this year, on fair catches for punts. Has he even been out there? Is that the speediest guy you got? I think he
0: really is. I mean, Matt Collins is the guy who's taking the ball down, taking the ball deep, and he's he's had some
6: big plays. He's had some big plays. He's had
0: some big plays, and I think he would have had a lot more if, if Desmond Ritter hits him. Yeah. I mean, it's been look. Desmond Ritter is an upgrade from what we had last year. Is it? I, I think so. <laughs> is it? I think so. I, I don't know. He doesn't do what He but he doesn't have what Marcus had with his legs. I, he he looked really good at times. I, I know in that second That's half against so the I'm Packers. Having. He looked really good in that second half against the Packers. He looked good week one in the second half. <sighs> he just
6: looks so bad in these last two weeks. It's been bad. He's regressing. He took a step back today. Took a step back today. Like I said, though, hopefully a couple of winnable games coming up. Really are. You got the Texans coming in, followed by the commanders. But like anything else, though, if you're throwing pick sixes and your offense gets off to a, a lethargic sluggish start, and you have to play from behind. You put a lot of pressure on your defense. I'm very happy with the defense. Are they perfect? Are they dominant? No, none of those things. But They certainly are a lot more physical than what I've seen in the last few years. You're actually getting some pressure on the quarterbacks. And uh, Jacksonville started off sluggish, too, until Trevor Lawrence decided to tuck it and run it for like 25 yards, and then they were off and running. And he looked pretty good today. But the bad thing is, though, man, offensive line play was not good, and you have a quarterback who cannot process information very quickly. Seems to be hesitant just to let the ball go. Doesn't seems to be doubting his own accuracy, and then you compound that by throwing a pick six and an interception on your next play. That's got to get inside his head. Now, does he have the inner constitution to get over that? I don't know, because I don't know. I don't want. I don't want to see both quarterbacks in the game all year. That's just you don't get any sort of stability there. You don't that's not what you want. But there's got to come a time where you really have to take a long look. And I hope Arthur Smith isn't stubborn to the point where he can cost himself his own job. Because I do not want to have to go through another coach, another philosophy anytime soon. A new coach would be devastating.
0: I, be I'm I'm not even I don't have the mental fortitude right now to even think about that. I, I don't want to think about that. I can't possibly fathom what that would look like. I, huh. But Desmond's been sacked eleven times in the last two games. Yeah. Like, have you actually taken a look at what his splits are when when he's at home versus when he's away? He's had four home games and four four road games. I guess we're gonna call. It, I mean, we're gonna call this a road game. He's sixty eight percent, one hundred eighty six yards per game, four four touchdowns and an interception, but he's four zero at home. Yeah. On the road. He's a he's sub 60% completion percentage. He's got 177 yards per game, one touchdown, two interceptions, and has been sacked 17 times and is 0 and 4 on the road.
6: Well, I'm starting to think if we get rid of Terry Fontenot, maybe you ought to bring in Uday Hussein, Iraq's former uh, Saddam Hussein's son. He oversaw the Iraqi athletic program. If they performed badly, they'd be tortured and executed. Oh, I Lord. want Uday Hussein to be the Falcons' new GM. Terry Fontenot, keep your job work under him. But that, that's going to be some accountability there. Come back and take your calls. 404-726-0929. Well, at least it didn't completely ruin the weekend because there's still some weekend left, so we don't have to sit here and stew on this. We've got a couple hours to get outside and enjoy the beautiful weather, but good Lord Almighty. Falcons fall to 2-2. Two and two. Jacksonville improves to 1-2. and two. It's the Falcons Flyover. Come back and take your calls. Next, Sports Radio 929
3: 9 again. We're doing a complete breakdown of today's game with, with Falcons, Falcons Flyover, Flyover with Rob Dribble, presented by Ticketmaster, the official ticket marketplace of the Atlanta Falcons and the NFL.
2: Our Falcons play here. Sports Radio 929, the game.
5: Robinson through the formation to the left. Rittermation to the wants to throw here. Quick shot. Looking for London. It's intercepted picked off and this is Darius Williams and he will score.
6: Well, there you go. One of the lowlights from the 23-7 loss to Jacksonville over in London today. And Man, looking at the faces and the body language on that sideline, it's going to be a long flight home, but good. Maybe if they can sit there and just marinate in this for a little bit, get back to work because there's a hell of a lot of football left to be played, but how much longer do you want to endure your quarterback's growing pains? That's the big question. 404-726-0929. We've got full full phone line. So please, we're going to get to that and we're going to let's go to uh, let's start off with Wayne Indicator. Hello Wayne. How you doing, Rob? Man, I, I a little dispirited. There's a lot of football left, Wayne, right? A lot of football. 13 games left.
7: I'll make this short and sweet, and I'm going to try to be constructive. You know, uh, this is the second week that Jacksonville were in London, so I'm sure they were uh, more acclimated to the situation, I mean, to the football environment than Atlanta was uh, today. But the other thing is the offensive coordinator really needs to not create any more sets where that guy's sitting back there with the empty backfield. It's just, uh, you you know, it leaves his options limited, and, you know, he has to hit one. He he gotta start putting in some short outlets and some some, some stuff to get the co- uh the quarterback's confidence. I think that would help. And then after a few weeks we'll we'll see if we got a quarterback or not. But anyway, thank you,
6: Rob. I'll hang up and listen to your uh, response. All right, thanks. So we do we have two Wayne's? Is that what's going on? That was not the Wayne indicator right now. Now we go to the Wayne Indicator. This is who I know. Hello, Wayne Indicator. Hey, what's going on, Rob? How you doing? Hey, hey, what's up, brother?
8: Hey, hey, hey. (laughs) Listen, it's a disturbing trend that I've seen. This is how I judge a football team. When you factor in preseason and all the mini camps and all the meetings, the white boys going over the classroom stuff, plus the first four games, you have been together almost three months. And if you hadn't corrected certain issues by the fourth or fifth week, That's who you are. Let me give it to you on the flip side. The defense, what I know that they're going to do every game, you're not getting no fourth and short to third and short. The defense is coming up 20 points a game. But when I got an offensive coordinator or or a head coach that's confusing me on my identity, are we a running team coach that's going to smash mouth or on third and one are we going to go five wide? I need to know who we are. And uh, and Arthur Smith has been consistent to what he's preached to all of us on this very platform or how they want to run the football. It's been anything other than that. And and Chris Lindstrom is straight stealing money. <laughs> you you can't be get a hundred million dollars and whip on a screen pass. Oof. He's robbing us without a pistol. He don't even have a pistol and he's robbing us. Oh, so God. the thing is the thing is I think there's time, but if I see the same performance next week, then I'm just gonna have to ride and say that's who we are. We'll be up and down. We'll win seven games.
6: All right, I appreciate you, Wayne. Good lord, I hope this isn't what we are going forward. Eek! Oh, we have a kid, huh? We have Isaiah on the line. Hello, Isaiah. What's on your mind? Um, hey, how you doing? How old are you, Isaiah? He says Isaiah, and in parentheses, a kid. Oh, <laughs> uh, I'm uh, I'm sixteen. Okay, he's not. You're, nah, you're you're almost old enough to be drafted. What's on your mind, Isaiah? Um, honestly, I just feel like.
9: I feel like Desmond Ritter, he's not hes not really doing that bad. He's just got to develop a little bit more. But honestly, i just rather think we should start Taylor Heineke, though. Ooh. But our offensive line play has to be better, though.
6: You're precisely right, man. So you're not ready to give up on Desmond Ritter yet? No, not just yet. But I, I think our defense is doing good. But the offensive line has to step up. I agree with you. Thanks for calling, young fella. I appreciate it. Yeah, there we go. 404
0: She called zero him a kid. 99. so uh, His
6: mom called me, actually.
0: Oh, his mom, so called, his mom called, and then he's like, <laughs> I, I'm going to put my son on now. And I'm like, okay, okay sounds good. Right, well. And then he, he just talked, and I was like, that doesn't sound like a kid. That, that sounds like a, a sound young like, man.
6: He sounds like he's uh, well into puberty.
0: Yes, that's a young man right there.
6: I wish uh, I wish Desmond Ritter was well into at least uh, puberty as a quarterback because he still seems prepubescent as a quarterback. So Isaiah's a little bit more mature. <laughs> Let's go to a uh, Gerald. Gerald, what's going hey, on?
9: Hey man, listen man, I've been a a lifetime Falcons fan, right? Me this, too, brother. This is not a good look. Listen, we now, you know, this city, most of this city, never really got behind Matt Ryan, and now we see. And I used to always say we're gonna miss him after. I said that, gone. too.
6: Don't know what you got till yeah. it's gone, like the old love song till it's says. Gone. Yes, sir. Yeah,
9: man. So, Ritter, Ritter just don't get it. You know, they saying Kyle Pitt's not being used. Well, he, he broke a record with Matt Ryan. And uh, I, I'm telling you, he an unrestricted free agent. I, I would love to have him back. I'd gladly welcome him back uh, based on this quarterback play that we got going on right now because it's atrocious. This is a team with a lot of first-round offensive peak weapons, that can run all the way to the Super Bowl, but Desmond Ritter cannot play. He He's he not it. He's not it. I see it now. I don't think he's going to get any better.
6: All right, man, I appreciate you. All right, James, what do you got? Hello.
9: What's going on? What's going
10: on? Um, so, I i mean, everything's about Ritter right now, man. I, I, I can't escape it. I want to get away from it, but I can't. Um, so I just got a couple questions. I need you to help me. Um, what does Ritter do? as a quarterback, better than Taylor Heineke? What does he do better than Taylor Heineke? Because it really makes me think that there was no quarterback competition in the first place. Because when I ask myself that question, I can't think of anything. So Taylor Heineke needs to be starting next week, and I'm just being real.
6: All right, I appreciate it. You know what? There's a lot of people that agree with you. A lot of people that agree with you. I'm starting to get there, but I just want to be careful about this revolving door of Taylor Heineke or – or Desmond Ritter, you don't want that. It's Pandora's box. You don't it's want Pandora's that. It's Pandora's box. Yep.
0: If like that's it's the a thing. disaster. I saw people on social media, and it's easy to criticize and throw stones when you're on the sidelines and yep. you're in the stands or whatever. It's easy to throw stones. You put Taylor Heineke in. If Arthur Smith does that in the second half. You open Pandora's box, and it is you're just unleashing chaos on your football team.
6: Well, it makes him look de- desperate. It makes Arthur. And Smith it makes his, look his team look desperate. like it's
0: in a bad spot, and. Yep. It's, and then the, the locker room has a feud on its hand, and, it's a, and that's just not a good situation. So Taylor Heineke is not going to be starting at quarterback. He's not going to be playing barring some truly atrocious performance.
6: Well, what if uh, what if Ritter looks like he did next week against the Texans and the following week against the Commanders? Then you really have to wonder if that's the if, time. to If do he it.
0: does that in the next two weeks, if he plays like he did today, do we
6: give him two weeks?
1: Two
0: more no, weeks. He's, he's going to have through the end of October. We sat there and watched Marcus Mariota play football and take snaps here in Atlanta until, like, what, week 13, week 14? Yeah. Yeah. Desmond Ritter's going to get through October. He'll get to the bye week at least.
6: Oh, this is terrible. All right. Let's go out to Brad. Brad, welcome here on the Falcons Flyover Sports Radio 929 The game. Hello, Brad. Hey, man. How are you doing today? <laughs> I'm not good after what I hey, saw buddy. this morning, but what's on your mind? Well, that's that's the thing. My son,
11: I got him up early this morning and uh, let him watch the little Toy Story thing on uh, Disney, which was fine, but it was a disappointment. I mean, that offensive line, man, I, I've said it all this time. I mean, there's so much money on that offensive line. I mean, Desmond Ritter would be all right if he could just step back and get five seconds. That's all he needs, five or six seconds. And not to mention, he needs to start looking to other receivers. Yeah. I mean, if I'm a defensive back and I see your eyes locked in, what do you think I'm going to do? Yeah, I'm going to go right where your
6: eyes are. And that's why we got the pick six. I mean, I just don't understand it, Rob. All right. I appreciate you, man. Six seconds, that's that's an eternity. That's, actually, good quarterbacks, less than two seconds, basically. Tom Brady was a master at it.
0: Yeah, the best The best quarterbacks drop back and get the ball out of their hands. Done. Done. That's, that was the thing that made Tom Brady so lethal. Peyton Manning, mm-hmm. I mean – this year, it's Tua Valoa who has the shortest release time, and yep. he's playing for the best offense in, in the NFL right now.
6: He's uh, down 14 to the Buffalo Bills, by the way, right now. Second yeah. quarter, though, they still got some time got a long
0: to, go. to they got a long way to go. Yeah. But you got to drop back and get the ball out of your hands. you got to play within the rhythm of the offense. I think Desmond Ritter's at his best when he's just playing football, and I think we've seen that in spurts. We've seen flashes of it. He doesn't look like he's playing within he the rhythm like of the He looks like he's
6: playing not to make mistakes now, too, and that's the worst thing to be. So after eight games, do we know Desmond Ritter? What is he, a below-average game manager that's prone to turnovers? That's something to consider, certainly. All right, let's go to uh, Dwayne. Hello, Dwayne. We got Dwayne? Oh, okay, we'll go to Red then. Hello, Red. What's going
12: on, Rob? Good to hear from you, man.
6: Yes, sir, thank you. Hey, man, hold
12: on. Before I get started, I got to take a sip of this Heineken. I mean, Heineken before I get
6: started.
12: (laughs) This up, man. This this pretty much to me, you know, this thing's trickling (laughs) down from the top. Arthur Smith, he's the one that elected to run with this guy, a guy that couldn't unseat Mariota. He didn't play him last year. We wasted last year to really see what we had. Now we got to wait this year to see what we don't have. Again, Arthur Smith is starting with him. They elected to run with him. We got this one-dimensional offense that's run, run, run. Everybody say, just keep running the ball. Yeah, that sounds good because the rest of the league and the defenses know exactly what we're going to do when they get off the bus or wake up and eat some waffle house. They know to stop the run. Therefore, of course, we need to have a balanced offense. You need to have a balanced offense to be consistently successful. Now, again, Mariota, to me, added more value to the run game because he seems to be faster than a younger Ritter. Out there looking like a light-skinned Matt Ryan. <laughs> he's staring down receivers, he's slow, he has no pocket presence, he's clumsy, he's inaccurate throwing, and then they want to blame the O-line. True, okay, it's not the best O-line, but you showed me a game in the NFL or college where a quarterback plays an entire game and doesn't have to face no pressure or have to play off schedule at a point.
6: Hey, Red, Come on, are you, are you yeah. saying he's uh, Matty Lightskin? <laughs> that boy, Matty <Maddie> Light. <laughs> Light. He Maddie Light. Natural Light. Oh, dear God. Thank Maddie, you, man. It's, it's frustrating to see it, man. It is, I know. I know. Maddie
0: Time Lightskin. for Heineken, man. I'm going to drink this Heineken. All right, brother. That's a Hall of Fame call.
6: That's a Hall of Fame call right there. I love that. A light-skinned Everybody, Everybody Maddie who's listening skin. right now, if
0: you're going to call in, you better bring that same energy, man. I love that. That was great. I love that Sipping energy. on
6: his Heineken. I might have a Heineken, too, when I get out of here, because I will do some I, afternoon I need drinking so. today. Oh, it's a big day for that. <laughs> uh, can we go to Allison? Let's go to Allison. Hello, Allison. I'm, I'm calling to check on your liver, my friend. <laughs> well, I'm going to do some further damage to it this afternoon, my dear. That's just...
13: Well, all right, again, I, I I still got you. I still got you on the transplant list. But, yeah, I, I <laughs> okay. mean, unfortunately, I couldn't watch the game, Uh, but I had a friend texting me, and he was just, like, giving me play-by-play. Yeah. And they were saying, like, you know, the offensive play calling just looks basic. It looks like a high school coach's playbook. We got 10 plays, and this is what we're going to do. Um, They said, you know, how can you get the ball to John o. Smith, but you can't get it to Kyle Pitts? Something's wrong there. Um, you know, and, and as far as them sticking with Ritter, it's almost like they being stubborn like the Jets are with Zach Wilson. They're Ooh. like, we drafted this oh, guy. No. We got to believe in him. And it, you know, cause if we, if we don't, then we look bad and I hate to say it, but you know, I know it's three years and sometimes you may have to cut bait a little bit early because I just, I don't see progress. You know, I was, I was, I was really thrilled after that Green Bay game and after the comeback. Man, I just don't see it. Mm. But I think, like somebody said, Desmond is not in a the rhythm. They're not putting him in a place where he can get in a rhythm. And like you say, he looks like he's playing scared.
6: All right, I appreciate you, Allison. So we have Zach Wilson, Maddie Lightskin. That's what we're going to call Desmond Ritter then, I guess. That's that's what we're... Maddie Light is is Maddie hysterical. <laughs> Maddie, no, you got to Maddie Lightskin. Maddie
13: Lightskin. <laughs>
6: I think the thing about Johnny Smith is you're going to get better defenders on Kyle Pitts. because You're going to make sure your most no, talented guys. No, but there was a
0: play. There was a play, and I was looking at the girlfriend, like when we were when this happened. It was it was they they transitioned everybody to the left. They uh, I think it was Bijan comes across the yep. play, and then all, Johnny Smith runs across, and it's a designed little toss up to him on like the run out to the right side. Yeah. Why isn't that Kyle Pitts?
6: Why, why is, that, is Pitt? that Johnny
0: Smith? Well,
6: a lot of that's times that's one of have, those things. Well, you have better I, defenders on your most talented guys sometimes too. So that's just the way it works. But that's a design play. Design Let's get a play. design play
0: to Kyle Pitts, please.
6: Well, how how, long, how much longer for Kyle Pitts just lose his interest? You know, I mean, he was basically invisible last year, and so far this year, invisible. Best year was uh, rookie year when we had uh, Matty Lights. I'm sorry, Matty Ice at quarterback. Come back, take your calls. We're gonna hear from Desmond Ritter, from Arthur Smith, from Bijan Robinson, at Bud Dupree as well. We're gonna. Get to the uh, post mortem in that very dour, depressed Falcons locker room over in London. Twenty-three-seven, the final today. Falcons two and two. Texans coming to town next week. Right here on Sports Radio nineteen ninety game
3: Now more of the Falcons flyover.
2: A complete recap of today's game
3: presented by Ticketmaster, the official ticket marketplace of the Atlanta Falcons and the NFL.
2: Our Falcons. Play here. Sports Radio 92.9, the game.
5: Second down, 13. Jacksonville with the ball. Atlanta's 31. Lawrence wants to throw under duress. Breaks the pocket. Now we will loop to the end zone. Caught. Calvin Ridley for the touchdown.
6: Broken coverage. Man. One of the few mistakes the defense made today actually looked quite good. They were getting some pressure, but that was a busted coverage. 23-7 the final. Falcons uh, fall to 2-2, two and two. and before we hear from our Arthur Smith and Desmond Ritter, or as he is now called, uh, Maddie Lightskin, <laughs> let's go out to Al. Hello, Al.
9: What's up, Rob, man? How you doing today, bro? Hey, hey Rob, nice seeing you on the radio, man. You know, I follow you when you be on the morning show or wherever you at, man. I follow you. But being a Georgia boy, we got to get you on the radio more often, Rob. I, I agree thing. with
6: that, man. I agree with that. Tell 10,000 of your friends to overwhelm management with that request. Make it happen, Big Al. Hey, I man, appreciate hey, you, my we, brother.
9: We, we, hey, we definitely do. But let me just get to it right quick, man. I mean, being a Falcons fan and and just look how this organization just run things. Come on, man. They, they killing us as fans, man. They knew damn well this guy is not it, man. He's just not it being a quarterback. Quarterback one on one, you know you can't stand on a receiver. I mean, that's just too easy for a defender. Ritter only, and it just seems. And, and tell me if I'm wrong or not, but it just seems like he just targeted Drake London. All the guys that's around him, he's messing up these guys' number, man, and they're killing us as Falcons fans. This guy just not it, and I just heard y'all say Rob that. We need to wait two, three more games. Please explain to me. Why should we wait? We already know what we have in this guy. He's not it, man. I'm
6: going to hang up and listen to y'all. I appreciate, I y'all. appreciate y'all. I appreciate y'all. Because, you know, you might be right. Maybe we do know. But but you see enough to where you can't give up on him yet. You just can't do it. You cannot create that, that turbulence in the locker room with that revolving door of one week Taylor Heineke, one week Desmond Ritter. You just can't do it. John Chuckery says if you have two quarterbacks, you actually you have, have none. no quarterbacks. Yeah, we have our, if you have two quarterbacks, you have no quarterbacks. Yeah, that's true. That's a, that's a common uh, common uh, phrase. All right, let's see what Marty has to say. Yeah, the uh, toughest
12: position in sports is quarterback because you've got to uh, process so much information so fast and you've got to have an arm in release. Uh, so the great ones and the good ones are like 5G computers sucking in all the coverage and the rush. Um, but the thing is, Ritter is a Commodore 64.
6: Oh, no. <laughs> He's a dial-up. <laughs> he,
12: he really is. And the best way to help an offensive line is to be able to hit quick timing routes over the middle and make those safeties and linebackers get off the line of scrimmage. But he is totally incapable of doing that.
6: All right. I appreciate you, Marty. Man, this, this fan base has lost complete confidence in him. Is there anyone out there that actually does believe in this kid at quarterback? I'm still on the fence. I'm still on the fence.
0: Save space for me, man. I'm trying to. I, I'm falling back into the. I'm falling back to the fence. I had a lot of confidence. I was very bullish on this team. I was bullish on this offense.
6: Too. I was. I was. I was sitting there. This team's going to win eleven games. It still could happen, but I'm certainly not as confident as I once was.
0: Well, I mean, not every game is going to be as difficult as the the last two. Yep. I mean, that's the that's the, the other. Side of this coin. I mean, you look at the schedule that we have coming up. Yeah, it is nothing, nothing compared to the two last two games that we have played. Yeah, I like mean, you can Detroit's go out and take care of business. J- Detroit, Detroit is, is a
6: really good football team. That's a really good football. team. The Jags
0: team. are uh, coming off of a, a playoff appearance and they got better. And I think that they they figured some things out.
6: Yeah, well, they've got to they've got to figure out their third third down woes and also they have problems in the red zone. But they certainly have their quarterback though. Yeah, they got Trevor Lawrence is a talented dude. He's man. a dude, man. Yeah, he is. All right, who do we have now? Is it Chris, or did we just talk? Yep, let's go to Chris. All right, Chris, what you got? Hey, Rob, finally
14: somebody who's going to uh, cheer for D. Riddy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you
6: are? Well, I'm going to cheer for him because that's my you quarterback. Know.
14: That's my quarterback you remember from the morning show, man. Let me let me get right to it, man. As somebody who uh, has been beating the drum for him and, and believes in him, uh, today was a, a horrible day. Like I said, man, the flashes that we've seen from last year to this year, it, it crashed and burned today. So I got to admit that. Um, but I'm not ready to give up on him. And I'll tell everybody this who wants Taylor Heineke, if he was that good, and he went to a playoff game with Washington, he would not be backing us up now. So there's something about him, why he's not starting, and why he's a backup, and why Washington didn't keep him, okay? And then this, yeah, and I'll say this and I'll wrap up, and I hate to do this, man, because I love Arthur Smith as a coach, but Big Mike said it, you know, the offense seems disjointed. Bro, we don't have no rhythm, and it's beginning to trickle down. We know we got a running game. That's what our strength is. And yep. finally, Desmond Ritter's strength is playing with a run game where he can, where he can, you know, uh, uh, see the field and play action pass, and we're not doing that. Thanks, Rob.
6: I appreciate it. The bad thing is you finally got some rhythm. This one drive looked really good, and all of a sudden you throw a pick six. He looked good on that first drive coming
0: okay. out of the third quarter. Yep. And
6: yep.
0: it's like drives like that. It's drives like that that frustrate the hell out of me because.
6: Yeah, yeah you have that 75 That's your dude, man. That's yep.
0: the dude that we looked at. That's the dude that we watched. That's the dude that we hyped up. Not the guy who's staring down receivers and, and looking antsy in the pocket and, and not knowing when to pull the ball and when to hand it off to the running back on those RPOs. And, and oh, my God. It's, it's just a frustrating thing to watch. It's a frustrating thing to watch when he yeah. plays poorly.
6: But when he plays well, this offense is humming. It can, but we need more of them. I mean, that uh, touchdown uh, to Drake London. That uh, what was that? Uh, like a thirty yard? He was like thirty yards. It was it? Something like that. It was. Yeah. It was a nice throw. That was their first TD in six quarters. That's embarrassing. You can't that, do that. that that's, see, that's. You cannot do that. And now I'm sitting there. How can how can Ritter be worse than Marcus Mariota? All right, Dwayne. What do you got? Hello, Dwayne.
12: <laughs> Hi, guys. Um, you know the other callers basically chron- chronicle what I'm uh,
7: going to say. But the bottom line about it is is Arthur Smith. He has made us believe that Ritter is the guy. Uh, even in training camp, there was really no competition. He gave it to Ritter. So the other side to that is is last year you told us Marcus Mariota gave us the best option to win, and yet we saw what he was. But now you're saying Ritter is the guy. So if he couldn't beat out Marcus Mariota, and, and, and now you're telling us he's the guy and you don't even make it a competition, Ben, come on now. That that That's on Arthur Smith. The other side to that is is if we've got to give this person time to develop, why should it be at the expense of the fans that's paying their hard earned money? You should have gotten a quarterback in here that was capable of doing what you needed done to make this offense run. You got London, you got Pitts, you got B. John Robinson. If you don't have a quarterback that's going to help this team, man, you're doing all of your team, your full team of disjustice, as well as your fans. And that's what I say, man. This is upon leadership more than anything. I'm not giving up on Ritter, but at the same time, if this guy needs to develop, put him behind a quarterback that's going to help him to develop and not this crap that you've been doing. Thank you all for taking my call.
6: I think this fan base is uh, growing a little bit uh, restless. I mean, this, we just had
0: our first winning season since what, 2017? Not even winning season, winning record. Winning
6: record since 2017.
0: Because we went one and 2 and zero, and we've already lost it. Yep. I I'm frustrated. I'm I'm sitting here in my John Abraham jersey, just chilling. I know I saw
6: that. I did, I thought
0: last great defender that we yep. had.
6: Yep. Last great uh, edge rusher back we had. in yep.
0: 2012.
6: All right, let's see what uh, Derek has to say. Hello, Derek. Hey, what's
0: going
15: on, guys? All right, so this isn't overly complicated. Um, I actually called in a few times last year. I was the guy that traveled with the Falcons and paid my own money. And That's the right, everything. I remember
6: you. Yes, sir, dude. Yeah,
15: that was me. This year, I was like, don't be that stupid. <laughs> so, um, well, everything that I saw last year is exactly what I'm seeing this year. Now, I've been, I was saying it all off season when everyone was saying, oh, the schedule is this and. You know, uh, Arthur Smith is an amazing play caller, and we have all these weapons and blah, 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 blah. The only thing I was excited for all offseason was the defense, and they are proving me right. Yep. This offense, I said all summer, this team isn't built to come back from behind. They're not. If they get down, we are screwed. Hard stop. We don't have any deep threat weapons. If y'all just listen to the commentators the last two weeks, even the Packers game, they're telling you. All the defenses are doing against this offense is standing at 25 yards and waiting for the routes to develop. That's all they're doing. There's no deep threat. There's nothing over the top. That's not going to help your rookie quarterback. I, I don't have anything against Ritter. Um, he has as good of a shot as Mariota did, and Mariota had no shot either. It's just a play <laughs> calling. There's no creativity There's nothing to it. The commentators are telling y'all, where is he going to throw it? And if they're seeing it, casual fans like myself are seeing it. The defenses are seeing the same thing. And the kid is not helping himself by staring down receivers. We get all that. My blame goes solely at the smug, arrogant, whoever he thinks he is, Arthur Smith. I don't know who who he thinks he is. I don't know how he's fooled everyone to drink this cooler or we're going to run the ball. Da, 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 da. Here's my last thing, and I'm going to let y'all think about Arthur Smith. He doesn't know what he wants this offense to be, and this is exactly how. Week one, we come out, we beat the Panthers, right? What are we all saying? What happened to Drake London? Get Drake London the ball. What happens to that first drive coming out the next game? Drake London's getting the ball, force fed to him, but he doesn't listen to social media. All of a sudden Drake London gets the ball. He never gets the ball again after that, right? Next what are we saying after that game? Pitts didn't get the ball. Who gets (laughs) scripted last game? Pitts gets all the catches. The first drive of the game. And he never catches it again. I'm like, listen, just watch Arthur Smith. He's gonna lead us nowhere because this team is gonna score we'll be scoring seven this week.
6: Yeah, we'll get a safety next week and make it eight. I'll hang up and listen. I appreciate it. Wow. I don't I don't think uh, Arthur Smith is smug or arrogant. I don't, I don't see that at all. I actually don't. Now, you can sit there and say, play calling. call, and you can scratch your right head about that. Smug or arrogant? I don't, I don't think that's the case necessarily, Derek. But I'm, I'm glad you're saving your money this year. Hey, let's see what Linda has to say. Hello, Linda. Thank
13: you. I just want to talk. And it's all I'm hearing, Arthur Smith, and I agree. Arthur FedEx Smith. Rich man syndrome. Yes, men. He does not know how to call plays, y'all. I mean, this is ridiculous. You can't even identify a quarterback, and you're going to lead us somewhere? It's terrible. And B. John, they're going to kill him. You can't have a one-man wrecking crew and think they're not going to come after him. So I give him one or two more games if they play him as hard, and it's over. So, Arthur, pass the baton to somebody, please.
6: All right. Wow. I felt like I was like one of Linda's sons being um, reprimanded by her. That, that was like mom reprimanding you. She's tired of your nonsense, coming home past curfew, not doing your homework. That's what Linda sounded like to me.
0: See, and I think Arthur Smith is getting into the situation. He's, he's staking his – he's planting his flag in Desmond Ritter's success. Yeah, and well, he
6: certainly is.
0: That's very risky. Oh, because yeah, you think? How many quarter how many coaches? How many coaches? And look, I'm a big advocate for Arthur Smith. I'm a supporter of his. I think he's a good coach, and I think he's gonna take this team to to a winning record this year in the playoffs. I think that this is still a playoff team. Yep. They have problems, they'll figure it out, we'll be better for it.
6: Yeah, and I'll be a prisoner of Rome and be too traumatized exactly. by the last couple it's of weeks. It's one I'm game. Concerned. It's
0: one game. It's one game. It's okay. Like people lose games. You're not, no one <laughs> goes undefeated and and whatever. But yeah. the point is uh how many coaches, how many head coaches go through three quarterbacks in three years?
6: Uh, not employed ones. He's done that. Yeah. He might have four yeah. in four years. That doesn't, well, unless you're up there in Cleveland, I think they went through as many coaches no, they, as they not did not even them. <laughs> not even they did that. Well, they have like 22 quarterbacks. They had something like, like that. In like 19 something years. <laughs> they
0: had that with injuries and, and everything else, but no, it, it's it's not a common thing. If you cannot figure out the quarterback position, the head coach is gone. That has just been a consistent theme across the NFL for, for decades. Yeah. For decades. And... Arthur Smith, if they have to go to a third, a fourth quarterback, because mm-hmm. he starts with Matt Ryan, then he has Marcus Mariota, now he has Desmond Ritter, and, goes and to if Taylor they go out Heineken. and draft another one, no, I'm just saying if another, they go draft yeah. one, that's your no, like that. You, you're you're getting into some treacherous waters. You need continuity at the quarterback position. It's one of the most
6: important things yep. in the NFL. Uh, Linda, don't worry about. It. They're not overworking Bijan Robs. He had what 16 carries today. That's not going to be the case, I don't think. I hope not, anyway. That'd be that'd be catastrophic if he got hurt, because he certainly is amazing to watch. All right, Owen oh, Rodney, Larry Bird is on the line too. I guess we'll take your calls at the top of the hour if you can hold for about four minutes, and then we'll hear from the Falcons head coach, their quarterback John Robinson, and probably Bud Dupree. Then we'll bid you adieu until next week, where we hope for a corrective emotional experience when the Falcons host the Texans right here, Sports Radio the Game.
3: Falcon Falcons flyover is on. Presented by Ticketmaster, the official ticket marketplace of the Atlanta Falcons and the NFL.
2: Sports Radio 92.9, the game.
5: Snap to Ritter. Pressure coming. Desmond going to throw for Drake. London caught it. Was he in? Sure he was. And London has scored in London.
6: First touchdown in six quarters for the Falcons. Uh, Drake London almost had another touchdown catch. Could only get one foot in bounds, and that pretty much uh, that's just the tail of the tape today for the Falcons in a 23-7 loss to Jacksonville, who's staying in uh, London this week. So they have another game next week. I think in Tottenham with a Spurs play, I guess. 404-726-0929. Falcons fly over. Call caller driven. And from what I've gathered from all the calls, Desmond Ritter's going to be. Run out of town by a bunch of angry villagers carrying pitchforks and torches is what it sounds like at this, at this at this point. Let's see what Owen has to say. Hello, Owen.
16: Hey guys, thank y'all for taking the call. Yes, sir. Listen, I'm gonna say this. Looking at the four games, man, we lucky we two and two. We could be zero and four, or one in and three. I'm just being honest with you. The second point of it is, I would like to look at everybody want to wear rid out of town. Y'all act like y'all so surprised that's what's going <laughs> on. You, We knew that this might happen. So why are you calling in, saying all these these egregious things, and you knew that this might be dismissed? When you go in the grocery store, you know what you're going in there to get. We didn't know what we were going to get. So why are you surprised about it? I don't know. I'm taking it as it is and see what happens. I think the man should be given another chance. And if you look at it, you put Heineken in there, he's coming in, he don't do the job. Then we all over the place. Then what you're going to say? Thank you, yes. And exactly. The what thing, yep. And the third thing I'm going to say is, I'm a defensive guy. I like playing defense. After a while, if we don't get this mess um, together, the defense is going to – going to have a problem with the defense or the offense in that locker room. I know I would. I'm out here busting my balls, and you ain't scoring me no points. We gon' we gon' fight in the locker room, and that's what I wanted to say.
6: All right, you know you're not wrong about that. That that does exist. That phenomenon exists. If one side of the ball's thriving and doing well, and the other one is it, yeah, there's there's some uh, there's some chirping going back and forth, certainly, and that could be a good thing. All right, let's see what Rodney has to say. Hello, Rodney. Hey, what's going on, man? Let me let me
17: tell you, I love this show because I'm a New York transplant. I've been following y'all since 2012. Oh, cool. Religiously. And since Mike Smith got fired, I found 92-9 the game. I ain't never changed my station since. Awesome. But what I want to say is <clears throat> to my fellow Falcons fans, I'm still going to wear my hat and my flip-flops regardless <laughs> of the outcome because what were they saying about Jalen Hurts in his first year? They were ready to trade him, and look at him now. Troy Eggman and Eli Manning. Let the season play out before y'all start wanting to make changes as GMs. Let it play out. We got 13 more games to go. Am I correct?
6: 13. That's right.
17: And we're a 500 team, right? 500. The season is far from over. If if, if the Giants can go to the damn Super Bowl on an 8-8 count, come on. Let's let's see what happens first. I'm not saying today's game and the last game we got to – because we support the most disrespected team in the NFL. Am I correct on that? Uh, It seems like it, yeah. So we just got to, because we got everybody, every other 31 teams that fans live here too, so we just got to knuckle up and just keep supporting our team regardless. I'm a defensive guy like the previous caller, and our defense is holding us together right now. Offensive click,
6: it'll happen, I know it. And I'm going to hang up, man. Good show. All right, I appreciate you. I I hope you're right, and I appreciate your optimism. I'm my confidence in this team has not been damaged, per se, but it's certainly – it's just been disappointing the last couple of weeks. But I don't think uh, this team is fatally flawed. I just don't. And I think you can get better quarterback play out of uh, out of Desmond Ritter. God, I certainly hope so, because I don't, I don't want to go through the uh, rigmarole of trying to uh, find a quarterback. Think about this next year. I think you're going to win enough games to where you're not going to be able to get the uh, high draft pick quarterback, even though 50% of them are end up being bust anyway, so – all right, let's go to uh, – we got Larry Bird on the line. Hello, Larry Bird. <laughs> hey, what's up, Joe? Boy, I tell you
18: the truth, man. <laughs> man, my wife said, go ahead and get Tom Brady. <laughs> but listen, you know, uh, uh, laying dog jokes aside, uh, watching Arthur Smith call plays like watching paint dry, He, I mean – Look at the lineup, man. You got Alger, you got Robinson, you got Pitts, you got London, and then you got another man called Smith. Why isn't he don't have no rhythm how to make that work? I I guarantee there's some coaches in the league that will die for that kind of uh uh firepower. But he gonna have to figure this thing out now because like I said, um, we don't want to let this thing play out and be being stuck and uh, have to go draft another quarterback at the end of the year. He's going to have to make him be successful, and the way you do that, you got to make the play calling work for him. So I'm going to hang this up let you see
9: what you guys got to say about that, okay?
6: Uh, well, thank you, uh, Larry Legend. I, I appreciate you right there. <laughs> All right, Jeff. Let's go to Jeff.
4: Hey, guys. Thanks for taking my call. Yes, sir. So... My two teams are the Jets and the Falcons. Oh, good and Lord, the problems are, are, are
17: I'd start seeing floor. other
6: sports if I were you.
4: <laughs> no, I'm a lifer.
17: Okay. I've
4: uh, been a lifer Jets fan, and since I've moved here, I've been rooting for the Falcons, too, as long as they don't play each other. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, you talked about not opening up Pandora's box, and I agree to disagree. That's fine. This is the NFL. This is the NFL. Any position... If you're not performing up to expectations, next man up. The Jets have made a terrible mistake, not bringing in a quality backup, not being prepared for what would happen if Rodgers went down, and look where they are now. They have a subpar quarterback who's failing miserably, and you have a coach who's in denial. Same thing here is happening with the Falcons. You have a quarterback who's not playing, you bring in
6: someone else, or it's the GM's responsibility to get someone else in the door. So that's how I see it, guys. Have a great day. I appreciate it. We'll see on a Peloton bike or something. He's all out of breath talking to me.
0: <laughs> no, that was the pain and frustration of a fan who cheers for the Jags and the Falcons. <laughs>
6: that was – that's – wow. I would definitely uh, indulge uh, the brown liquor and narcotics in that no, case. No, but he—he
0: he honestly, he, he has a good point. I mean, he does. I know the next man you up in the thing, NFL,
6: but you, you got to have some stability at quarterback. And I know you got quarterback's get a good different play out than out of. wide receiver. It's different, it's different than offensive line.
0: Yep. It's different than defensive end. It's different yep. than corner. It's different than everything. Quarterback is everything it to is an everything. offense. It if you everything. do not have a quarterback, you don't have a team.
6: Nope. All right, let's go to. Uh, do we have? Is this Jeff? We're going to Eddie. Eddie let's go to Eddie. Eddie, what you got? Hey, what's wrong?
10: Hey Rob, listen, man. Um I I was tempted at halftime to start Googling um, you know, free agent quarterbacks in oh, two thousand twenty four. No. I didn't I didn't do it. <laughs> I resisted. <laughs> Look, man. I'm totally gonna do it, that. To <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, go yeah, ahead. Yeah, yeah, man, yeah, man. So here's the thing. Somebody said it earlier. These quarterbacks, a lot of times they take they take a couple of years to round in the form
7: Jalen Hurts.
10: It's a tour tour is like going to be an MVP candidate probably this year. How long did it take him? I mean, when was he drafted, you know? So it's just an unfortunate thing. And, and, and so now you're at a crossroads of, do we ride with Ritter and maybe look at not making the playoffs or do you do you put Heineke in there and try to make a playoff push? I don't know if we can win with Desmond Ritter being on the field. Because, uh, like, at what point will he be the best quarterback on the field? You know? Um, so, he'll – I mean, him and Bryce Young were tied, right? And him and Jordan Love, maybe Jordan Love had to slide edge on him. But I just don't think you can make a playoff push with Ritter, man. And uh, But he needs this year, and he'll be good next year if he has this year. I just don't know if – I mean, the team is ready to win now. Matt Collins, as you saw on the sidelines, yep. he's ready to win now. I think, you know, the sentiments are true for a lot of other people. So, all right, man. Hey, man, great show, man. I appreciate
6: you. All right, appreciate it. Yeah, Matt Collins, do we have that audio? Or you can just uh, paraphrase what, what you told me, uh, Garrett, during the uh, breaks You didn't say it on the air. He was asked about uh, kind of uh, his dismissive uh, kind of uh, gesture and swipe towards uh, Desmond Ritter.
0: He basically just said it wasn't. It wasn't directed at him. It's just he's a passionate guy, and credit to Justin Fielder from Fox Five for for getting that interview. Yep. Um, he he just said he's a passionate guy, and he's going to get fired up, and if he feels that something is lacking, he's going to let him know. And and it wasn't directed at Desmond Ritter. It wasn't something that was. This is what he said that basically it's just not. He wasn't going after Desmond. He was just pa- fired up when something wasn't working.
6: Well, he's wide open on that little poster out, and Desmond Ritter underthrew him. And like I said earlier in the, earlier in the show, you see that stuff happen all the time where uh, teammates get in each other's face, and people tend to overblow it. But there's something about today that uh, kind of hit me different. But I could be wrong, though. I mean, I, maybe I was just projecting my emotional baggage when it comes to this franchise onto that situation. So maybe that wasn't exactly the most accurate portrayal. But who knows? But like I said, 14 of these things left. You're 2-2. Two and two which i thought at the beginning of the season would be a good thing but the way these have transpired not very good though you were you were outclassed in detroit last week and now you have a quarterback that looks like he's regressing now that doesn't mean that he will continue to regress maybe he can turn things around next week i don't know i still have some confidence in him but man just uh, just seeing the mistakes being made the indecision on his part the hesitancy he looks like a man who's uh, confident is Confidence is pretty much just shot, so I don't know. It remains to be seen. All right, so we, who do we go to next? Josh? Hello, Josh. What's up, Rob? Uh, Josh, remember Josh again a call last week? I was at the Detroit game. Yes, sir.
4: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, all right, I'm going to try to keep it quick and simple, man. I'm not giving up on Desmond Ritter yet. I will say he does have to play a lot better, though. Indeed. But I will also say, I will also say, Arthur Smith needs to get out of his own way a good head coach, knows how to delegate, knows how to do different things and make, you know, make the team around him better. So if he needs to give a play call up to somebody else or if he needs to, I don't know what he needs to do. Something needs to happen because we have way too many weapons, and that might be the problem too. I think, I think his, his scheme might be a little bit too, uh, what's the word I want to use? Not difficult, but he makes Desmond think a little bit too much with all the different motions and all the different things he has to try to read. So I feel like if he maybe scaled back a little bit and made things simpler for Desmond, it might be a little bit better result. Because Desmond, that was on his eighth start in the NFL. People in Atlanta are treating him like he's a 10-year vet or something. And it's ridiculous having to get into all these different arguments with people about basically a rookie quarterback. But he is on a team that's ready to win. So that's the other dynamic that we have to try to figure out.
6: I appreciate it. Yeah, that's that's the fundamentally frustrating thing. We went through the last two years of salary cap hell. You overhaul the offense. You bring in some really good veteran defensive players, on a Falcons defense that has been as good now as it has been probably in six, seven years, certainly, aside from that blown coverage on the uh, Calvin Ridley 30-yard touchdown catch. But other than that, they got good pressure on Trevor Lawrence on that particular play.
0: This is one of the risky sides of the way yep. that they built this team. You have a team that's ready to to win a championship and compete and, and do things at the high le- at a high level. Yep. Um, but your quarterback quality just isn't there. It, not it's there. Like we're I mean, trying to follow, to but we're following the mold of of what the Philadelphia Eagles did, where they build up everybody else, and and you bring in, and they got Jalen Hurts, who's a dude who's yep. a, a later round draft pick. Who what was who he? Just uh, they
6: they draft him, second round or third? Was he also He's third second, round. He was second, second round? Second round.
0: Yeah. But you go get him, and and you kind of just drop him into an offense and defense with it, you have an elite defense and you have a top end offense with a great offensive line and weapons around him and you just kind of drop
6: him in and, and let the magic happen how good but would Desmond San Ritter Francisco be, is the same way how but, good would Desmond Ritter be behind that Eagles offensive line who puts uh, I mean, on a clinic week after week it's hard it's hard, hard, to, hard to,
0: to point I don't know I'm there's no wondering. transitive property in, yep. in football
6: <laughs> yeah there's not but so, you can imagine one and figure it out to sure. get to uh, the bottom line of what you think gonna I mean, how much better is. would he
0: be if he wasn't sacked 11 times in the last two weeks?
6: Yeah, I mean, that's something about too. can Can't put it all on him, but when you're sacked like that and you seem to be uh, having trouble processing information in a very, very quick way, which is paramount as a quarterback, you get a guy whose confidence might be uh, just crushed. Hopefully that's not the case. Because like I said, a lot more of these left. We're gonna come back here from Arthur Smith, Desmond Ritter, and company, and I take some of your calls leading up to a uh, three forty-five. I guess we have the uh, the four o'clock NFL game, all right? So I guess we have uh, we have the uh, Patriots and at Cowboys today. That's what we have today, right? And I just realized today's October first. That's crazy. September's gone. All right, Sports Radio ninety-nine again.
12: Three, one, two, three. Let's go.
3: back at today's game with falcons flyover presented by ticketmaster the official ticket marketplace of the atlanta falcons and the nfl
2: our falcons play here sports radio 92.9 the game
5: snap to ritter pressure coming desmond gonna throw for drake london caught it was he in sure he was and london has scored in london
6: only touchdown of the day, and that was the first touchdown in the last six quarters for the Falcons, but they fall to Jacksonville 23-7. to Desmond Ritter, well, he's uh, kind of the focal point of this, even though he has been sacked, what, 11 times the last couple of weeks, so the offensive line certainly culpable in this one as well. Defense, not necessarily. You give up that one big play, bad play to uh, Calvin Ridley, that 30-yard touchdown catch has was a blown coverage. He's basically all alone in the uh, end zone. She got good pressure on on that blown coverage. Falcons were up getting pressure today. Defenses look good. They've kept them in games, but the offense has to wake up. One touchdown in your last, what, six quarters, seven quarters is up. Unacceptable, certainly. Well, today, after the ball game, David Archer caught up with Falcons head coach, Arthur Smith.
19: Art, right, I know you've been working on getting off to a faster start, being more efficient on first down. Did that kind of contribute to, to maybe the slow start on offense?
20: Yeah, I mean, certainly we got a to... It's going to start with me. We've got to find a, something to get us sparked early. Um, it, it, we're making life harder on ourselves. Again, get off those slow starts, turn the ball over a few times. You know, you're, you're going to put yourself in a hole. You know, so come out in the second half, try to get something going, but it becomes too little, too late. Every, you know, every possession becomes that much more critical. So absolutely, Arch, we'll do everything we can. Again, it's going to start with me, and we'll, we'll, get, we'll get going earlier. It
19: looked like the defense, again, pretty solid performance, but it looked like maybe a breakdown in the back end on the Ridley touchdown.
20: Yeah, I mean, we missed the sack, and credit Trevor, he got out of it. You know, the coverage, as you're you know, going to a zone trap, and um, he leaked out uncovered, and we, we got to make the play. There's no solace in winning,
19: losing football games, but it looked like your quarterback really discovered a confidence in the second half, made some really good throws. It looked like you got some traction. How do you build on that as you move into next week against
20: Houston? Yeah, I mean, you got to face the brutal reality of life in the NFL when you turn the ball over. And the other side of it is if you become hesitant and you can't learn from the mistakes, then you're done. And what, you, what, you, what Des did a great job of was – you know, that's, that's a tough mindset to come back out there and not be hesitant and still try to push the ball down the field, give us a chance to try to win the game. Bijan was dynamic
19: for you again. Looked like they had a tough time handling him, uh, yeah. doing a good job of managing it. How do you keep kind of managing his, his touches yet wanting him to be in the game to make plays for you?
20: Yeah, it, I mean, it is. I mean You try not to overload one person, but he is a dynamic player. Again, we've got to find better ways, something to jumpstart us early. So we'll continue to look at that. we got the right guys in that locker room. Um, this av- obviously stings, um, but, again, we get back, we got to find solutions, and we got to play better. All right, Art, thanks for your time. Thank you.
6: All right, faster start. I don't know, give the ball, give the damn ball to number seven. How about that? That, that might add make for a fast start, the way he's running the ball today, the way he's really played all year. Talking, of course, about uh, B. John Robinson. I know you don't want to overload him, I get that, but good Lord. If he can get you that fast start, and be the catalyst for at least an opening drive touchdown rather than falling behind and having to scratch and claw your way back when this team is not really built to uh, come from behind. Yes, they came from behind against uh, the Packers, but you can't live and die that way, certainly. Oh, by the way, Buffalo leading Miami 41-20, to 20, about 40 seconds left to go in that game to up in uh, Orchard Park, uh, New York. Let's go out to uh, Deacon. Deacon, hello, you're on the Falcons flyover. Oh, my goodness. Oh,
11: my goodness, I've been loving these Falcons in the wrong way for so long. Let me tell you something about Mr. Desmond Ritter. Desmond Ritter is exactly who he who he thought he was. I mean, think about it. He's thrown multiple interceptions in every game that he's played, starting back last year when he played those last four games. Now, I'll say this. They weren't all official interceptions because – Maybe the DBs dropped the ball or they were out of bounds, but he has consistently thrown the ball to the other team. And the other thing, the other issue that I have is he's got to do a better job getting rid of the ball a lot quicker. Last year, they say, well, you know what? He got better the longer that he played. No, he didn't. The competition got weaker. We played New Orleans and was trying to make the playoffs. We played Baltimore, who was trying to get a better seed. And then we played four-string quarterback Arizona, and we ended the season with Tampa Bay, who was already in the playoffs, and sat their players halfway through. Ritter is exactly who we thought he was, and Arthur Smith is too prideful to admit it. We need to move on. I mean, that's really what it's about. I like Ritter. I was rooting for him like he was a son of mine. But we just cannot tolerate this. We have too many weapons on this team that's ready to win. Now, we finally have a defense. That can do something, and you're telling me that we have to slow walk our success
6: because our quarterback isn't quite ready. No, we got to move on it's time to win dick and I, I think about sixty five maybe even seventy percent of the fan base are feeling the same sort of way. Well we have to go to break what do you mean by break? Oh, you dropped him okay okay all right well let's let, let's uh, let's hear from uh Matty Lightskin, uh, David Archer, talked to him after the game today.
19: Des, a little bit of a slow start again offensively. What do you th- where do you think that's going, coming from?
21: Uh, you know, honestly, I don't know. That's something obviously we got to figure out, we got to take care of. Um, I got to do a better job to take care of the ball in the first half. Uh, like we saw, you saw in the second half, came out, was able to go down the field, get a touchdown, get some momentum going. And that's when you kind of start to see the offense flowing. But yeah, we got to do something about the first half. Tell me about
19: your mindset now as a young player. I've been there, throw a couple of balls that you know you regret, you want it back. But you didn't, didn't seem to, you didn't seem to waver. I thought you had a really good second half. Tell me about the mindset at halftime, readjust, and come out and play.
21: Yeah, I mean, it's just going out and playing our game. Uh, like I said, it didn't come out fast, obviously. We knew we got the ball back um, coming out to start of the second half. Uh, and it was just going about and executing. Uh, we needed to go out there and then go down and score, you know, get some momentum back in the game, get going, and we did that. Um, obviously, we weren't able to finish, but, you know, that's something we'll work on.
19: Put some guys up to bat today. The touchdown throw to, to Drake is a big-time throw on the back shoulder. You did that a couple times to Janu, Tell me about that mindset as you begin to kind of put some of these big receivers up to
21: bat. Yeah, it's good. Obviously, you know, getting those, those touches late. Um, you obviously don't want to be in two-minute mode, you know, for that back five minutes, whatever it was. Um, but we were able to get those guys some, some reps. Uh, you know, got to get more people the ball. Got to spread it around a little more. Uh, like, at the end of the day, got to get in the end zone.
19: A lot of season left to play. Just keep your head down and keep grinding? Yes, sir. That's all it's about. Thank
6: you, bro. Appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah, he looked a little bit better in the second half, but, but the damage had been done, though. I mean, you, you were suffering from an artery wound after such a horrible – first quarter especially. You were outgained 124-5 to in that first quarter. Second quarter, you finally get a good drive together, then you throw a pick six. Come back, throw another one, but luckily the defense held up and kept Jacksonville from scoring on that possession, even though they got the ball in the red zone and went for it on fourth. and defense put the kibosh on that, but just got to have better play, certainly. All right, let's see what Darian has to say. Hello, Darian.
22: Hey, what's going on? Hey, um, I just got a couple of things I want to point out. I hear everybody talking about Ritter, and I'm not I'm not a fan of him, but you got to look at the coach and the play calling. You know, you got this high-drive pick with Kyle Pitts, but what kind of routes are you calling to get him open? Why are they not doing no bootlegs? Like, different stuff to feature these weapons. I'm, I'm just looking at it like this is kind of on the coach, man. It's the scheme. And the teams are teeing off. Like, they got to figure that out, man. But you putting all that kind of, uh, you know, money for these offensive players, but then your guys can't scheme up stuff? That's crazy. But, yeah, I then it's then like the pick six is like, dude, like you, you're not even letting the team be in the game, and it's really you could tell like he ain't really, he don't really had opportunity to get into any easy throws like stuff to warm them up. They they ain't really let, releasing them, so I don't know, man. It, it's coaching
6: for me. All right, Darren. A lot of people agree with you. A lot of people would. All right, let's go to Travis. Hello, Travis. You're on the Falcons flyover.
22: Hey, Rob. Big fan, man. Uh, Appreciate
6: you.
11: Listen, here's a here's a thing for me. Uh, if we have an average quarterback, we're a playoff team. Yeah, and uh, this this wait and see thing and let him develop. There's 50 something other guys that got careers on that team too, and you, they, we owe it to them to give the the put the guy out there that has the best chance to make us win.
6: And Heineke's got what, like 15, 16 wins as a pro, six year career. He's at least average. Let's see what he can do. Well, you know what, we might get. I appreciate you. We might get to that point. It might happen. I don't think it's going to happen next week or the following week, but I think uh, two more half-hearted starts. Uh, Garrett thinks he'll get through the month of October. I'm not so sure. It remains to be seen. But he'll get I... to the bye week. Maybe.
0: Bye week is uh, week 11 after a trip to Arizona. Then it's uh, New Orleans at home. I think uh, if if he's still having issues, if this team is is stumbling along, but they're maybe in position to go compete for a playoff spot. You might be right. There yep. may be a shot the that Sunday that happens, Arizona's
6: but not necessarily going to be a, a given. No, the none of, the, well, no, none of these. Well, no one, none of these teams. None of them. Are. Look, the, the game next week. We got Houston at home. Yep. And CJ. That's Trout a team that certainly... just beat.
0: That's a team that just beat the team we played. Right. So right. Uh, look, those guys make contracts too. So there's a lot of lot of good teams in this league, and that's why it's like I, I know that I, I I became victim of this. Uh, I, I talked a lot about how I was like, oh, this is a weak schedule. I like, mean, maybe they, maybe they can do this, yep. that, and the other. Things change in the NFL. On a week-to-week basis, well, of course it does. Much I mean, less a year-to-year basis. Every
6: year, six, seven new teams make the playoffs. Exactly. That means the prior season, those six or seven teams don't make. Just as the Vikings. Yeah. All right. Let's go to Ben. Hello, Ben.
22: Hey, what's up, fellas?
6: What's, what's on your up, mind,
10: fellas? Hey, man, Arthur Smith is the problem. I mean, you see what he did a couple years ago. He ran off Matt Ryan last year. He ran off Marcus Mariota. And this year, he didn't set up Desmond Ritter for success. Last year, he played, what, four games? Didn't even play in the preseason to get the man some more reps. He didn't have enough uh, experience when he started this year. The play calling ain't good. I mean, you look at it, you can't get Pitts the ball. You can barely get London the ball. His favorite target is probably Jonu Smith or uh, B. John Robinson, which is great. I think Arthur Smith, he's nothing better than probably a run game coordinator somewhere. I mean, he's not – he he, he doesn't have the skills to lead a team. All
6: right, I appreciate you. Wow. Okay. <laughs> a run game coordinator, that's all he is. Huh? Yeesh. <laughs> wow. Let's go to Brian. Hello, Brian.
11: Hey, how are you? Um, I was commenting on the uh, – I was going to piggyback on about what they were saying, too, because – I think that uh it's the coaching staff's fault along with the uh whole offensive line. I hope they uh fly the defense back on a plane and uh make the uh offensive line and the coaches swim back and uh to protect uh Ritter. I'll hang up and see what you
6: think on that. All right. I was gonna say maybe just make him take a raft back Don't make him swim back. That'd be impossible. It's like what Carl said, uh Carl Duke said uh last week. Just leave the offensive line in the locker room for the second half. Just leave them in there. All right, final call today. and We're going to wrap this up and get ready for uh, Patriots at Cowboys. Let's go to Doug. Hello, Doug.
14: What's going on, gents? Hey, man. You know, that's it, a shame. You know, it's like my late wife said. You know, it. You know, it's damn shame a man likes shiny things, you know, and boobs instead of something you really need, like an offensive line. <laughs> We went and got Pitts. We could have had Panay So, all right, we got to block for this kid. But whether or not he's going to be worthy of the block, and I don't know. But whether or not he has time, we will see. I'll listen to you. Thank all you.
6: Right. I like how Garrett reminded me, uh, producer Garrett Chat reminded me of uh, something here. Uh, we could have had a uh, Micah Parsons. Ugh.
0: Penny Sewell has also had a fantastic yep. season, man, yep. Yep. F- a career so far. Coulda woulda,
6: shoulda, my friend. Coulda woulda, shoulda.
0: And then look, I like Kyle. I think Kyle's going to be a great player in the NFL. I hope so.
6: I, he's just a guy right now. He's just a guy. It's very frustrating right yeah, now. Yeah, very frustrating. Very frustrating. Well, you're 2-2. Two two. Before the season started, if that was the case, you would have thought, okay, good. But the way these losses have gone down, ah, just, just a don't disappointing let it become day. Two and 3 don't let it become two and three. This, this, look, then you we've can start had, spiraling out of control.
0: Just peek behind the curtain. We have had full phone lines, and I still have full phone lines, yep. of people trying to call in and get into the get into yep. show and talk about it. We have had packed phone lines. People care very strongly. Yes, they do. Very strongly. If this goes to two and three, oh, buddy. Well, but they're back home next week, so let's show up. And
6: I'll be back at uh, Margaritaville, too, over there across from Centennial Park. Though, Man, so.
0: let's trade places one of these times. Uh, I, I want to go to Margaritaville. Well, you I've, come I've here. Been,
6: I've been lucky those two times were a win. Next week, I don't know if they lose.
0: Dude, Margaritaville after a loss, that's going to be some uh, different vibe.
6: Oh, different vibe. Yep, people are going to be drinking tequila and getting nasty moods. Hey, Garrett, good job, my friend. And thank you to all the callers. Let's uh, let's hope for a corrective emotional experience next week. 23-7, the final. Falcons drop to 2-2. Two and two. Texans looming, then Commanders. You got two games back to back at home, so hopefully we can uh, get this foul taste out of our mouth. Taste of bile is what it boils down to. All right, stay tuned for NFL football. We got the Patriots heading to Dallas to t- well, Irving, Texas, to take on the Cowboys. That's coming up next on Sports Radio
3: 1990 Game.